I am not a person who spends much time in front of the mirror. Enough time to check I don't have food in my teeth and to make sure my hair won't frighten small children. I do know people who spend hours in front of the mirror, perfecting their outward appearance. While I may not spend much time on my outward physical appearance, there is another type of mirror I often find myself standing in front of, and I'm wondering if you also have this mirror in your life. Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast from Limitless Life Counseling, where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. If you've missed our other episodes, you can check them out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I would love you to become a follower and share this podcast with others. Another way you can help us provide educational podcasts to support others is to become a patron. If this option speaks to your heart, you can find more information at patron.podbean.com backslash limitless life counseling. This link is also available in our episode description. Together, we can bring more light to the world. Mirrors are a relatively recent invention in context of the whole course of human history. Or more specifically, the types of mirrors we have hanging in our bathrooms at home were invented in 1835 by a German chemist who figured out how to deposit a thin layer of metallic silver onto glass, creating the reflective surface we use to look at ourselves. Before the invention of this reflective surface, people used polished volcanic glass, copper, stone, bronze, and if those weren't around, pools of water. And people have been doing this for over 8,000 years. For 8,000 years, we have been looking at our outward physical appearance. No, this isn't a history podcast, but a mirror is a great metaphor for self-reflection. And it makes me wonder, with all the time we spend fussing and perfecting our outward appearance, how much time do we spend on self-reflection to improve our inward appearance, our character? Character. That's a word we don't use often, except maybe in schools or when corporate decides it needs a team building meeting for employees. Interesting that we don't spend much time talking about or reflecting on character, and yet character is at the core of who we are and is at the core of our relationships. But let's pause for a moment and define character. Character is the traits and moral code distinctive to an individual. Traits like generosity, honesty, loyalty, kindness, loving, genuine, hardworking, responsible, self-confident, humble, brave, cooperative, curious, smart. Character also involves our moral code or set of expectations that we have for ourselves, like living by the expectation of honesty. And this moral code then guides our choices and behaviors in life. I'm curious, what is your character? What traits or moral code do you hold for yourself?
those traits and moral code for yourself. How did you decide those were important? Did you learn them growing up from parents or family members? Did you learn them from a teacher or a mentor who modeled those? Or were you born with character? I'm not going to get into the whole nature versus nurture debate, but it might be an interesting reflection for you to explore what influences have contributed to the character traits and moral code you live by. Whether you learned character from your family or developed your moral code from social media, I certainly hope not, character is interwoven into our daily lives. The character traits and moral code we value is demonstrated by our behaviors, our words, our relationships. Or is it? I'm going to pause here again because I think some of you might be thinking, if people demonstrate the character traits and moral code they value through their behaviors, words, and relationships, then there must be a lot of people out there with character and a moral code focused on hurting others, being dishonest, and putting themselves first. There are people out there who take the concept of character and define it as all about self, with no regard for others. But I also believe there are a lot of people out there who have intentions of demonstrating character traits and a moral code beneficial for their life, as well as those around them, but they sometimes miss the mark or don't follow through with walking the walk of being honest, genuine, responsible, and all those other traits. Why is this? Why do people sometimes demonstrate character and other times don't? And if you were starting to point fingers, be careful, because none of us consistently demonstrate character. And that's the reason we need to use a mirror, to self-reflect. Just like some people spend hours making their outward appearance look presentable, we need to spend time making our inward appearance presentable. And although self-reflection focuses on thoughts and beliefs we can't see, those thoughts and beliefs, those character traits and moral code, manifest into tangible behaviors, choices, and words, affecting us as well as other people. So back to the question of why are we inconsistent in demonstrating character? I believe our inconsistency is directly correlated with how much time we spend self-reflecting. If we never self-reflect, we can never ask ourselves if our behaviors, choices, and words align with our character, align with our moral code. Self-reflection isn't easy. In fact, self-reflection, if you are actually being honest, means you are probably going to see some traits some behaviors, some choices that are uncomfortable or downright cringeworthy. But isn't that the path towards change? When we see something we don't like 
or doesn't align with who we are, it encourages us to change. But maybe you're thinking, why should I do the work of self-reflection? Why should I change? Other people don't reflect. And other people get away with or even get praised for poor character. Why bother? You're right. There are people out there like the evil character in the fairy tale of Snow White who rather than self-reflecting in the mirror simply asks for validation of who the fairest of them all is. But if you are angered by dishonesty, if you hate to be hurt or hate to see others hurt, if you wish for more kindness in the world, then you need to hold on to that expectation for yourself. Because you can only encourage change if you start with yourself. At the end of the day, you are the only one staring in that mirror of self-reflection. You are the only one who decides whether you are making changes to be more consistent in living your character, your moral code. Till next time, thanks for listening.